But Google has got, um, in the last sort of two years, they have got onto that. And now they prefer um, near me searches and trying to match local experts rather than big corporations. You're listening to Real Estate Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Hilton, and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry. Every week, we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower. So whether you're new to the game or are a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone. Now grab your mug and let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> now, Lauren, as a proper British woman, are you drinking coffee or tea? I am drinking coffee this morning. I have oh. to have my two cups, but once it hits 11 a.m., I'll switch to tea. To <laughs> tea. I've been to England uh, twice, actually, and I just, I was very obnoxious because they liked my accent, but I liked theirs even more. And I'm like, oh, can you say we're going for tea again? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I got fish and chips. Oh, uh, I mean, I loved it. It's such a cool country. Okay. But forget it. Let's talk about you. This is Lauren Mitchell. She's with True Loan, but she has a plethora of experience in the mortgage industry. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about you, kind of what you do and all that. Yeah. So, well, I moved here um, eight years ago from England, followed my husband. He is in racing. So that's why we're in America. And in the UK, I was a mortgage broker. Yeah. So it's a little bit different over there, which we can get into later, but that's how um, I was in this industry already. I started in 2007, so I literally got my license and then everything crashed. <laughs> so Great I've, I've seen it all. Listen, there isn't much. If you can start then and do well, you're, you know, you're golden. Yeah. So when we moved to America, obviously there's different licensing laws and it is quite different how people buy houses here. So I was a realtor for a year, which I loved. Um, I'm very grateful to my broker in charge because he taught me a lot. And that was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So it was crazy, insane market. It was a college town. Even back then when we moved here, you were having like six to 10 offers and people were offering 50 to 100 grand over. It was mental. Gosh, so like COVID in Charlotte, that's how it just was in Michigan in Ann Arbor. Regular day. Yeah. So I did that. And then my mortgage guy that I loved and used all the time, um, I, he needed a processor and I was like, you know what? I want to get back into that. I want to learn how it's done in America. So that's what I did. I did that for a year and then we moved to Charlotte for NASCAR. So that's how I met my current boss, Daniel Jacobs. And whilst working for him, he was like, you need to be in marketing. You're wasted. You know too much. So (laughs) I became the marketing person for the company and ended up as the marketing director after two years. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So right now, do you still sell mortgages or you're all like on the marketing quote unquote corporate side? Yeah. So now that I learned everything, um, last year, I got my North Carolina and South Carolina license. So I'm back to selling, but I have seven years marketing experience. So I do a lot of teaching on what I've 
no to help because that's how you grow your business. Right. Which is how I found you and kind of like what stuck out because, and we're going to talk about a little bit, but you were talking about um, using, you had a spreadsheet in front of you with like SEO stuff. And, you know, I get excited about that stuff. And I think SEO is one of those things that, you know, a lot of people talk about Facebook and Instagram and video and stuff, but SEO and keywords, it's one of those things that I feel like in a real estate industry, or well, even with me, it's, feels like it's just out of reach knowledge wise. Um, so I'm so excited to hear you talk about this. Okay. So with mortgages, both, I guess both in, in England and here, I know that they work very differently, but what was the number one way you grew your business? You know, I know technology was also way different back then. So, but... yeah. So the number one way back, I worked locally. So yeah. I joke, but there was a cashier that worked in my branch when I first got licensed and we would every lunch walked around the village and everybody knew us and I would get leads just walking on my lunch hour. People would be like, oh, I I knew you'd come past today because you do it every day. And they'd be like, my daughter needs help. Can you book her in? And that like literally just being out there in my community was the number one way I got leads. Then when I... um, transitioned from working for a bank into doing brokering I um, worked for a real estate agency so Um, that leads in itself people that were coming in to make offers on houses had to be um, checked out by me and made sure they either had a mortgage in principle or that's what they call it in the UK or um, I would pre-approve them oh okay okay that's so cool and so coming from another country i know you obviously speak the language and all that but everything's so different so once you got here like you have to start all over even just your your network and all that so once you got here how did you go about growing and learning as a realtor i took every opportunity to go to every open house i could which a lot of realtors don't want to do. But when I first started out, that's all I did. Because all the listing agents were busy. They did not want to do that. So I offered my service and I got 90% of my leads from buyers coming into the open houses on the weekend. Oh my goodness, girl. You need to come on again and talk about converting open house leads because not not easy. Yeah, it's an art. It's an art. I think my accent did help a little. Right. Yeah. Well, you stay, it's like you stand out. It's, it's a conversation starter. Like this is, this is terrible. I don't want to say like I pimp my kids out, but when um, I was doing open houses a lot, I'm telling you, so my daughter at that time, she was probably like, you know, 10, 11, 12. She always wanted to come with me. And I was like, why not? You know? And so I would bring her and I swear that it was so much easier to start. You're basically like people's guard is down because then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, sweet, you bring your daughter to work and and to start conversations. And um, one one person came in one time, my daughter's wearing like a Warriors shirt for the basketball team and they were a fan and they started talking and um, that turned into like, they were buying a $1.3 million house. They were selling 800,000. I was like, girl, you just made me $2 million. I'll get you a Starbucks on the way home. It's like little, little things to stick out are, are really helpful, but that's a whole nother thing. So let, so now you are kind of, you're still selling mortgages, but I know you have like so much knowledge when it comes to SEO, just based off that one video I saw you posted. So 
let's talk SEO and all that mm -hmm. that is. So on my side, like in the marketing world, and I'm still a licensed agent, but just being on the side, I hear a lot of people talking about like Google keywords and SEO and Google ads and all that stuff. So um, tell us like a little bit more about, you know, what it is, first of all, and then how you utilize it in, in your business or within your industry. Yeah. So if you imagine um, SEO just to be an encyclopedia, that's what it is. So Google is an encyclopedia. If, if anyone doesn't know, any modern people don't know what an encyclopedia is. It used to be the place we would go and find stuff out. <laughs> it would be a <laughs> physical book on a shelf. And we would have to yeah. look it out. Yeah, but that's what oh SEO is. So um, Google and a lot of like Yahoo and all of the other site um, search engines utilize websites to find answers to questions. So you as a real estate agent or as a mortgage professional need to think what questions are my clients asking me regular? And then answering those questions helps you rank higher. It's that simple. Oh my gosh. That is genius. <laughs> Just the way you explained it. I never even thought about Google. You hear search engine. You never hear like encyclopedia. And anyone born before like 2000 would know what it, you know. We had, we had a world book encyclopedia. So they were like in, in with the letters. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Weird. Okay. So thinking, so that's like the very general thing, right? Just thinking of yeah. the questions that your audience would ask. So how, I guess, are real estate agents and mortgage officers going deep with that on Google? Like, where do they start? Are there are there free ways to do it? Is everything paid? Like, so the freest, the best way to do it, and the way to beat the bigger companies that pay millions to show up. So, like for us, a great example would be someone like Quicken Loans or Rocket that pay an infinite amount of money and staff to research keywords that they always rank for searches. But Google has got um, in the last sort of two years, they have got onto that, and now they prefer um, near me searches and trying to match local experts rather than big corporations. So the oh, more okay. that you can position yourself as an expert in the area, the more Google will rank you higher than any of those corporate companies. And the best way to do that is to have a Google business page for start and then to make sure you list the areas you service. Okay. And, and you should be specific about that. So like where we are, you wouldn't put, I mean, you could put, but you would want to kind of go deeper than just Charlotte. Yes. Right? So what I do is, um, I'm going to give my secrets away, but basically <laughs> I, um, I don't care. I don't get keep Change them for Ann Arbor. You can make them for Ann Arbor. If you no, want. it doesn't matter. Cause you know, um, <laughs> if it helps everyone, it helps. So <laughs> if you Google the zip codes in, um, Cabarrus County, Union County, right. wherever it is that you service, Mecklenburg, whatever, then it you'll get all of the towns and zip codes from Zillow. Oh, then all you do yeah. is just make sure you list those on your business page, your Google business page and your website. Good. Okay. So you don't even sorry. have to have neighborhood descriptions. So you don't have to have Monroe and then a whole page about Monroe. Yes, that will help you, 
but it's not right. necessary for you to show up when people search realtor near me. Realtor near me. Okay, great. But realtors should have a website, right? So this is this is always my biggest question with, with Google versus websites and all this stuff. Should, especially, I just went through the process, right, of verifying my domain because email marketing laws have changed with Google and yeah. blah, blah. So I had to go through the whole thing. And I know that if you have an email address that's, let's say, you know, Sarah at exprealty.com, you can't verify the exp realty domain clearly because right. it belongs to them. They own it. So with Google and SEO and all this stuff, what do you suggest agents have as far as a website? Should they just buy a cheap domain and just have a regular, regular website or should they use their broker one? So um, Bix are going to hate this, but selfishly, you should have your own. And there's two reasons why. The first reason is if you change company, you don't want to lose all of your reviews and everything that you've built up. Right. Um, secondly, when you change company, you want client, past clients to be able to get in contact with you. So if you have an EXP realty um, email and you move to Compass, then they're not going to have the right email for you. Right. And it's Whereas not like EXP have, will let you forward it. <laughs> oh, no, they won't keep that. No. So, right. <laughs> um, so you would have Sarah at the leadsuite.com forever. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's a minimal cost if yeah. you're real serious about your business and keeping your customers for the next 20 years. Because let's face it, who wants to change CRM? Who wants to change website every time that you get a better offer from a different company or... You, you know, you want to grow, open your own team there again. You, you've then had to start all over again. So exactly. And it's cheap. Like you can get your one well, square is Squarespace domain now, but it's like for Google business, uh, your package, it's like $6 a month per user. So cheap, you can buy a domain for 15 bucks a year. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I know agents get overwhelmed by that technology, but a lot of times those websites have like just very basic websites you could put into play, where it's just like about me, areas I serve, whatever. And then you can link up your search, your actual home search somewhere else, but very well, so easy I, thing to get out of the way. Yeah. And think about your website in a different way. I had a consultation with an agent last week that we work with to help her redo her website because she had property search is the top of her website right? right now that is the same for realtor.com zillow everywhere else so clients are just going to land on that page and it's probably stale because yeah. your widget is out of date or your idx is wrong and right. you've not updated your properties i mean everyone right. knows that happens so they're just yes. going to land on your page and immediately leave yeah so what if they even make do, it there, right, if they go there right. in the first place, half the time, yeah. Yeah, half the time, oh, they go to realtor.com and then text you. <laughs> the like, right. I've seen that. Exactly. So like this house. what you want to think of is what do they want to see when they land on your page? They want to see answers to questions. So why are they looking you up? Well, first of all, they're looking you up probably because you've been recommended. So you'll right. need to have some um, immediate customer stories. And when I say customer stories, I do not mean a review that has no backstory and makes no sense. And it's just like, Sarah was amazing. Thank you for helping us buy our first home because that client is just gonna go, 
okay, well, what does that mean to me? Whereas if you have a picture of the house and you're like, Sarah was an amazing client. She um, was relocating here from Texas. She needed a four bedroom home and she had a very strict budget and we made it all work and she closed on her home within 30 days, no problems. And then the review from Sarah, that is far more impactful. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that because actually it makes sense. I don't deal in the website world that much. Uh, But when people talk to me about like having a website, like, do I need one? And I'm like, well, you don't need a podunk version of Zillow. No, because I'm like, put yourself in the position of a consumer. One one thing that drives me crazy, I'm going to get hate over this, but when I see agents listing these homes and I get sent to a forced registration page, unless there is something on there I can't find anywhere else, why would I give you my email? I'm going to get the address and I'm going to go plug it into Zillow or where realtor.com and I'll find it. And they are good. I know people hate Zillow, but they're good at what they do as far as the search engine and, and it just being a very user-friendly site. So, but they can't be Lauren and they can't be Sarah. So putting stuff out there that what makes you, you, um, also you could probably put in keywords in that story, right? Yeah, that will help the SEO. So Google, um, reviews you with four elements now. Okay. The top, if you imagine it like a top banner, the top banner being trustworthiness. Yeah. And then underneath that, they're, um, they're looking at experience. Are you experienced in your field? And it, you, you don't have to be with that company or as a realtor for 20 years for them to count you as experience. What they mean by that is, do you have on your website any proof that you know what you're doing? So proof could be those testimonial stories. Proof could be you doing a little blog about Dilworth because you live there. Proof could be you a picture of you at a restaurant and you telling your um, customers why it's the most amazing restaurant you. Then you've got expertise. Expertise sometimes can be uh, misconstrued as the same as experience, but expertise is more along the lines of, um, do you have that um, the, the actual proof? And that's where your testimonials come in. But also, do you have any backlinks from any other sites, any other realtor platforms like realtor.com, Zillow, that's linking to your website to show oh yeah, this is a real realtor and she actually does business. So having your own site and then having your Keller Williams site link to your Sarah at theleadsuite.com is going to improve it even more, improve your SEO even more. Oh my goodness. I love this. Okay. So trustworthy experience expertise. Yeah. That's kind of like your guideline for that. Okay. Perfect. So on so that's like one part that's your website right so on google business manager or google business profile whatever they're calling it these days right what are some things that every realtor should be doing on there to kind of start getting some something going because i i've seen very experienced realtors with one google review uh or you know so what are some things that you think agents can and should be doing to start really getting that working for them. That way, when someone types best realtor near me, they have a better chance of showing up at the top. 
So I would recommend three things. The first thing is, which is what that spreadsheet was about that you saw, make sure that where you show up online, all of that information is accurate because everybody's seen it. You'll go to realtor.com and it shows that you work for eXp. You'll go to Zillow, it shows you work for Keller Williams. And then your Google business shows that you've got your own team. They all need to match because if they don't match, you're not trustworthy and Google will de-rank you. So the number one thing I would recommend any agent, if this is the minimal that you do, is to Google yourself. Whatever websites show up on that first page of Google, make sure that they're all accurate and up to date. Perfect. Okay. Second. And and what if they're, quick little part B on that, what happens if they are not? Like what happens if you show up and you are at Keller Williams and now you're at EXP? What can you do about that then? Well, you can update Reels.com and Zillow because you can contact them and claim the pages if you don't already own them to update them. So Realtor and Zillow especially, they take the information off the MLS. But once oh, they create okay. your profile, they won't update it. Oh, so, okay. I didn't know that either. Thanks yeah, a lot. so, yeah, it, and they don't put headshots. So, and it, I can't tell you how unprofessional it looks if you land on a realtor.com page and it doesn't have a headshot or even a description about who you are because as a client, you'd be like, who is right. it? You could be the, a $10 million a year agent, but if you right. don't show up online, you are losing business. It's the first way right. that people are going to look for you. So, right. okay. um, so awesome. you can contact those. If, for example, you used to work at Keller Williams and they still have your website up, you need to contact them to have it removed and taken down. Okay. Once they okay. remove it, it will take Google six months to ignore it. So you have to remember that. So don't get frustrated. SEO takes time. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Good and then the third thing with Google is Google business profile is pretty um, amazing in that you can post little updates and snippets, which also help increase your SEO. So think of it like when you post to Instagram or um, any other social media platform, you can just literally add, you know, you post on Instagram, you go to Facebook, you post on there, and then it's just, just think of it as another social media that you add an update and that you share the same thing to Google. That will quit. That will speed up the SEO recognition because okay. you're showing Google immediately where everything is. They are involved and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That, so Google likes everything to be accurate, and if it's up to date and regularly changing, they see that as as accurate. Okay. Most, if I mean, if you go onto Google and let's say you search um, "best dog toys for puppies," yeah, you will see that in the top page, most of those posts will be over two years old. Right, right. Whereas if you're putting, yeah, because the websites just put a blog out and then they, you know, they leave it and they move on. Whereas if you're regularly updating stuff, you're naturally going to rank high it no matter what, because your information is the most recent. Okay. Oh my gosh. So the, the information that agents are posting there, should it, pretty much just mirror what they're putting on Facebook for like their closings or um, telling a story about their buyers or should there be a different type of content for that? I would suggest it's it's slightly more elevated. So you're not going to be posting, you know, a picture of you with your coffee cup. 
or yeah. um, any of the cute little reels that you do, none of that. But customer testimonials are great to share. If you do right. start a blog or start doing anything like that, make sure you post it to Google as well. Mm -hmm. And then for example, if you're featured in any press releases or anything like that, they should definitely be put on there. Oh, okay. And in those, when you're writing those updates or whatever, should people be, cause I guess what I've heard, even on, even on Facebook, like I'm more of a meta person, right? But I have found, I've told people like a simple change you can make is instead of putting the, you know, the regular post about who you closed, whatever, or let's say a new listing, even though it may say, you know, one, two, three mainstream Charlotte in your copy, you should still kind of double up on that because the algorithms pick up those keywords. Um, yeah. So does that make a difference on Google too? Well, you, you just want it to match because if you start changing it, then Google will read it and go, that's different. Why is it different? Now, if it's different because uh, you've shortened it, that's okay. But if it's completely different wording, they'll be like, is this even real? Because it's, uh, okay. it's different on your website, on Google, on your Facebook. That's why it's so important to make sure that your bio matches across all of them. That your street address even, because if your street address shows S-T-E is your suite, but then on another website, it shows S-U-I-T-E, Google will yeah. de-rank you because of that. Oh my gosh, you are just dropping gems, girl. I love it because I didn't even think of it like that. Or sometimes like, I guess I'll see people, like I have a client, so her Google business, there's really not a strategy for it. We just, her strategy is Facebook, whatever. We just try to double it up where she is. Um, but I've noticed like some things I'll kind of change around for Google not so much the address and all that stuff, but yeah. um, the updates, because like, I know that Google in the actual update, they don't want you to put, you know, the phone number or anything like that. They, they don't want you to do any of that stuff. They have it and you just choose kind of like a call to action. So I've changed them up a little bit, but I didn't even think about checking all those things to make sure everything lines up across the board. So oh, that is... So before you even true. step into the world of paying for Google AdWords or any of that drama, there are so right. many things that you can do for free and that are simple that will completely push you past most of your competition. So when we did the um, audit that we did in January, well, over the holidays for our event, yeah. Um, yeah. out of the top 200 agents that we surveyed, 80% did not have their information accurate. Oh my God. So and that's such a simple change. Yeah, the opportunity yeah. to surpass those people is mega. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I love that you said that because I think on the on the meta side, I always talk to agents who want to start running ads. You know, they just think ads are like the band-aid. And I'm like, if you don't fix A, B, C, and D, your ads are crap. You're just flushing money down the toilet. So yeah. with, uh, with Google paid ads, which I literally have no idea how to do, um, what are some things that agents should do first, including that, but what are some other things they should do first before they even think about putting money behind it now? Well, the first thing is make sure everything's accurate. 
across the board. The second thing is make sure you have your own website and that you are starting to answer questions to clients because if you pay for an ad to rank you higher, as soon as someone clicks that ad and lands on your website, they will leave because you have no information. Nothing. So you've effectively, you may as well just stand outside and throw money out the window. Right. <laughs> and it's the same with Facebook ads and the metaverse. Again, yeah. um, there are, we could go down a very deep hole about pixels yes. and retargeting and custom audiences and all of that, but right. you don't need to do any of that if you simply leverage SEO and then in the next six months, you're going to rank and be better than, like I say, 80% of agents in Charlotte. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is amazing. So what would you say, I guess I can just feel like I do a lot of these marketing classes and you do too. And like, I can just envision right now people watching us and their eyes like just glazing over right yeah so what would you say to the agent who feels like seo is too techy for me or they feel like they just can't get a grasp on it like what's your kind of best advice for those people well without being selfish but i have a booklet that tells them step by step how to do everything from what seo is to how google ranks you to how to set up a google profile to a checklist of items they need to do after that so awesome. if they contact me, I can yes, yeah, and, and we'll get the link for you to, we'll get the link too, to put in the show notes and all that, but sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. Yeah. So they can um, access that. That will help them. They can contact me, but essentially just do it, like get started, just do it. If you're already thinking about doing social media and you already do reels and things like that, this is way easier because you only have to blog once a month to improve SEO. You have to post nearly every day to get leads on social media. Right. That I do. (laughs) It's like exhausting coming up with, you know, lately I've been trying to do two video, two videos a day. I'm like 720 ideas. I'm like exhausted. Okay. So that's probably So we're going to link to your booklet, of course. And then I think you kind of do some, you have some services you can help them with. So if you need just someone to get you going obviously she knows a ton and then um in so with with um people i guess also and i know we touched on it but people who think that they can't compete because even even outside of the quicken and the rocket you also have like market uh in in each market you have people who are you know paying a ton of money for leads so what are some of the ways you like, like, do you think it's possible, I guess, for your average agent to kind of have a shot when we're dealing like, I, you know, in the Charlotte market, it's like Mark Spain and all this stuff. So does the average agent have a shot at getting ahead in their market with big players, even specific to their market? Yes. So if they are answering the questions on the website, a great example, especially like someone like Mark Spain, he does billboards, he advertises, but how many times do you Google something and click on a sponsored ad or do you scroll to the first website that's not sponsored? Right, yeah, it. yeah, at the time so, I always do. yeah. Yeah, everyone, you scroll, you're like, I'm not going there because they've paid for that. And then you click yeah. on the one that's not paid. So all those right. companies are paying for all those sponsored ads and they don't really mean anything because no one's clicking on them anyway. 
So if you're answering the same question and you're coming up top underneath those, you're going to get the, the click through rate far more okay. than than you are your competitors. So the best advice I can give is to answer the questions. And it's really simple. When you do a buyer's consult, for example, what do your clients ask you every single time? Yeah. Then put yeah. that in a blog. Right. And, and websites like uh, answer the public or like keywords everywhere, those tools too. I love those because they give you like the answers to the, to the test, right? Like how are people searching? And if you can use, and, and you may be able to correct me here, but I always say like, if you use that exact title as the title of your video or your post or whatever, that just helps you because it's exactly what people, that's how they're searching. Right. Yeah. So when you do your when you build your page and you start writing your blog, you'll have to start learning about um, header tags and meta descriptions because right. that's what will that's what draws your client in. So Google will read the the page and knows what the SEO keywords are and will recommend it. So when you land on Google and you type something in and it says you put like best places to stay in the mountains and then it comes up with um treetop houses in Asheville that draws you in immediately and you're going to click on that link so when you're right. writing your title of your post the question might be um I'll give you a mortgage example the question might be um how much do I need to bring to closing right simple yeah. question but so many ways of explaining that right. so that would be um what I would answer in my blog but the title I might make sure it says how much do I need to bring to closing so that when someone sees that they immediately see how much do I bring to closing and then the meta description will be um in this article learn every area that of closing costs and what they mean to you yes and it speaks to them right like it's that old marketing advice like good marketing should make the person feel as if you're talking right to them so if they yeah. see that and they're like Oh my God, she knew what I was thinking. It's like, no, yeah. just Google told me, but you don't have to know that. So it's, it's really so easy if you just use it instead of wasting time thinking about what people are thinking about. If you just find what they're searching for, you get into those inner thoughts. Well, and also you don't have to overthink it with SEO. So gone are the days that you have to plow in keywords into your article that actually negatively impacts you. So right. um, Google is getting way more sophisticated in how it thinks and how it learns about your website. So if you start doing bad practices, like putting words in white space that no one can see, but Google and all of that that used to happen, they will mark your account as spam and they just won't show you up on Google search anymore. Right. So uh, you're, on, you're on Instagram. Did you see that little thing going around? Like, hey, if you just put all this, all these keywords into your video and like, move it where people can't see them like that's the worst advice i've ever seen yes. well and also I, that was like a four year ago thing like instagram's yeah. moved way on from that now but that's right. my point is the algorithms are getting so sophisticated in trying to make sure that when you google search for a plumber near me that google gives you good recommendations so they right. will put someone that's close above anyone else they will put somebody that has regular updated content above somebody that built their website two years ago. It might have been great two years ago, but it's not relevant anymore. Times have right. moved on. 
And the way that you show that you're relevant is just simply blogging once a month and updating it. And it might be that after a year, you've covered every topic you can think of. Well, then all you do is go back to the start and just update those posts. It gets easier and easier. Because, you know, if you're writing about Monroe, I guarantee you in a year, there'll be 10 more areas or shops or things that have changed. Yeah, that you can just pop out to update it. That's it. So you don't have to like reinvent the wheels. That's, that's really good. Okay. So tell us more about real estate rumble. I don't know what that is. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) You must have someone else's question. Okay. Thank God this isn't live. Imagine. I know. Okay. That's so weird. You know what? There, there was two Lauren's. Your her thing. Well, luckily I didn't give you all ten questions. So her thing must have come up on yours, but that is odd. Now I have to look through and see who Real Estate Rumble was from. Okay, so forget that. Um, yeah. All right. So where will Lauren be in ten years? What do you see yourself doing? Do you see your business? All that. I see. I want to open my own brokerage eventually. Yeah. Um, I come from a broker background. So um, although I'm a correspondent lender now, so I essentially have broker products. I I want to do that. But I love managing people as well and helping other people grow. So I want to build a team that I can help elevate through that. But for now, I just want to make sure that I um, build those strong relationships in this area before I push out to that because I want my realtor partners to feel like they're looked after and not left behind. Right. And, and that's one thing that I love when I see different lenders doing is giving instead of being like, Hey, you want to grab coffee? And I, you know, I get it, you know, they're just trying to do anything, but it's like, I always find value when lenders are giving agents tools that either help them grow or give them, uh, you know, videos or content, whatever that they can share with the audience that helps the agent look better. Right. Because, you know, when, a when a lender is helping me, I want to help the lender and vice versa. It becomes like a really good partnership. So that's what I loved about your content. So it's really good. Um, all right. So follow Lauren, Instagram and Facebook at Lauren does mortgages and your, is your website Lauren does mortgages too? Yeah. Okay. Follow her there. And then we are going to link to her um, workbook. So you can go ahead and grab that. And um, do you help people like one-on-one? Do you do any of that stuff? I do a lot of marketing consultations for realtors. Um, That's, I would say that's probably why 50% of my agents work with me. The other is just relationships, but the other is that Mm. I help them build and I don't, ask them for anything in return i'm like hey you just just do these things and then they're like wow it actually worked and i'm like see <laughs> yeah i told see? you i know yeah got, if you do all it these, all these like leads coming from organic searches that you didn't have before because right. you've just changed how you think about marketing it's just a slight change and i think it became very popular for everyone to be on social yeah and that was the way to grow and TikTok came and everyone was like do i do TikTok?" But, you know, that's just one avenue of marketing. And let's face it, not a lot of people are very good at social. They don't like it. It's very time consuming. You have to, it's draining because you have to do it a lot. 
So this is a way that you can still generate organic leads without having to do more than like two days a month work. And maybe personality wise, like there's a lot of people who just simply social is hard now without being on video. So, uh, you know, if you just simply feel very uncomfortable on video, you know, while I will preach, you know, I will go down fighting how I think video is so important, but if you, if it's going to make your life hell, don't do it, please. <laughs> want you to be miserable. So actually I love that because that could be something for people who maybe don't enjoy video and would prefer to do something a little bit behind the scenes, but just as powerful if they put the right amount of, of work into it. Exactly. And then, you, you know, you can grow into doing more and more on that sort of stuff and then paying for ads and doing Facebook right. and Google ads and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. That's definitely, you can push out more and more with that. But you don't have right. to, is my point. Like there is enough scope at the moment where nobody's doing it that yeah. if, even if you do a little bit, you're going to be miles ahead of the, the competition. Because people, everyone's so focused on video content because that's all they've seen for the last three years. And yeah. um, they're going back to doing more like paper-based marketing stuff. Like they sell a house, they're yeah. going to drop gifts to each side and, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. So this is a way you don't have to do any of that. You can just sit at home on your computer in your PJs and write a blog and yeah. it's going to instantly elevate you. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then once you have that foundation and you're doing it well, once you know it's working, then once you put money behind it, that's like rocket fuel instead of yeah. doing it the opposite way. Cause people will be like, paid ads, Facebook ads don't work. And I'm like, no, 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 they work very well which is why people spend millions, but they don't work when you have zero proven strategy offer, whatever. And you're just, I know I'm going to throw $50 at it and see if I get a lead. Like it's just, it's just a backwards way. So know that it's working yeah. and then scale. So, oh my gosh, I love that. Well, go follow Lauren. She has so much good stuff. I've seen, I've come across on her Instagram. Obviously that one video she put out, stuck out to me right away. So she has good stuff and then get in contact with her if you want a consultation or obviously if you're in the Charlotte, North, South Carolina area, you need a obviously skilled lender. Um, give her a call and that will be all quick rapid fire questions. Okay. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> Netflix or podcast? Netflix. Okay. Winter or summer? Winter. Look Should how I fair say... I am. I can't cope with this on my head. Should I say uh, UK or US? So uh, it's different things. US has certain benefits, but obviously I miss family from the UK. So right. Oh my gosh, and it's a whole it's a whole different culture. Pros and cons to both, but. My, yeah. my brother moved to Spain while well, he went to Spain on, uh, he used to like DJ, like, you know, internationally, whatever. So he was in Europe and he went to Spain for what was supposed to be two weeks. And then he met a girl there and never came back. <laughs> and he was just like, oh no, Europe, uh, any day of the week. He's, he loves it there. They, they visited here and they were like, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. You come visit us. <laughs> so pros and cons to each yes. area, but 
happy to have you in the U.S. So anyway, make sure you follow her and um, work with her and then go ahead and blow up your business on Google. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Thank you, Laura. So good meeting you. I'll talk Bye. to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.